The book of Deuteronomy, given to the people by Moses as they journeyed from Egypt to the Promised Land. And in our first reading today, we have Moses expounding on the benefits, the blessings, and the goodness of the law of God. And essentially, Moses tells the Israelites how privileged we are, how privileged we are that God has given us this law, that we have received this law, how blessed they ought to be, how grateful that they should be. The fact that they were given a law should be the envy of other nations. That is essentially what Moses is telling the people. Again, what, yeah, that's, that's what he's telling them. We have to think of ourselves, why would other nations envy the laws that the people of Israel lived by? Because to us, the law doesn't really seem like something to gloat about. If anything, we often perceive the law as an impediment to our joy. I'll give you a little bit of example for this. A number of years ago, uh, we have a family friend from England. His name is Greg, and he and his family came and visited us here in St. Louis. And myself and my brother, we took Greg to a Cardinal game. And it was, it was a wonderful experience. He went, it was his very first time going to a baseball game. He had seen a little bit of it, but didn't really know the game very well. Um, but all throughout the game, he needed the game explained to him. Again, as situations were to come up, I would try to explain things as we went or potential things that might come up based on the situation at hand. And I would bet, I could tell, by the end of that game, he was mentally drained, mentally exhausted, having the, the, the rules of baseball explained to him for about three hours. Uh, I was feeling mentally exhausted as well, just giving them to him. Uh, learning that many rules can be a lot especially for a novice to the game of baseball. It can almost be an impediment to loving the sport itself because there's so many nuances to baseball. Sacrifice flies, box, drop third strikes, the infield fly rule. It's enough to make your head spin, the especially the first time it's all explained to you, all of the rules of baseball. Again, we don't often think of the law or rules as something to delight in, to find our joy, or to take great pride. Again, if you want to form a love for the game of baseball or develop a relationship with it, it probably isn't best to start with the infield fly rule. It's probably not a good idea. And I think this mindset, though, it colors how we experience the first reading today. Again, we might think, why on earth would we delight in the law? Rules don't help us. Rules aren't life-giving. But brothers and sisters, for Moses and the people, the law was synonymous with God's relationship with them. It was synonymous with the covenants that God made with his people. Because it was through the law that God entered into relationship with the Israelites. So yes... They were a privileged people to have that special relationship with the God of the universe. And God expressed that relationship and that friendship through the law, through the law that he gave them. The Ten Commandments, that was their covenant. 
in the Old Testament. The Ark of the Covenant held the Ten Commandments inside of it. The covenant was those commandments. It was the law. That Ark contained the covenant itself. The law was an expression of God's love for his people and the people's love for God. It was a great gift. But we also know, brothers and sisters, that while the law came through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And in our gospel today, we see how Jesus affirms the law, but also challenges the people of his day. And Jesus assures his disciples and the Pharisees that the law is every bit as essential and we need to follow it. But in the new covenant, our relationship with God would be so much deeper than just the law, as good as the law is. Because true relationships aren't based on laws and rules. They are based on charity, on virtue, and of faith. True relationship, brothers and sisters, is a communion of persons. And the Pharisees at the time really didn't have that true communion of persons because their entire relationship was still focused on the law as far as as their relationship with God. They felt that, again, the way to enter into that covenant was only through following the law. And they had even added to it at great length over the centuries. Now again, brothers and sisters, there is nothing wrong with rules for right living. Nothing wrong with it at all. Again, if we have to have a relationship with someone, there have to be boundaries. But we also know that to have a relationship with God, God is the one who redeems us and makes us new through faith, hope, and love. That must be the foundation on which our relationship is built. Think of marriage. The vows of marriage aren't listing rules for a relationship. Those vows are an expression of fidelity and of charity. And that, brothers and sisters, is the true expression of our relationship with God. It has to come from something far deeper and far greater than just the law. We don't enter into a relationship with law. We enter into a relationship with a person. Again, just like baseball. Loving the game means, yes, loving its rules, because otherwise there wouldn't be a game for me to love. But my relationship with baseball is so much more than just those rules. It's me and my dad playing catch in the backyard, sharing memories with my little brother. Again, that can't happen without the rules and the laws of the game itself. We know there's so much more to that relationship than just that. Brothers and sisters, law is important. Law is essential, and it can give us freedom when we have a tendency to rebel against goodness. But our relationship with God is far more than just following a set of rules. It's a bond with a person. And sure, sin can defile that covenant and hurt that relationship. It did in the Old Testament, and it can still do the same for us today. But the restoration that we seek happens not through law, but through God's mercy and through his grace. So let us renew our love today for God's law, for his teachings, his precepts, but also recognize that our relationship with him ought to be founded on something greater, the love that we have for him and that he has for us. So through Jesus' example, brothers and sisters, may we strive to uphold that relationship, that covenant with God, 
each and every day.